Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome back into another Unrelated at Birth. You've gone two weeks without hearing my voice, and now you've got it. The one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, the returning Dave Adams, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama. That's right, in my Unrelated at Birth podcast studio in Madison, Alabama. And as always, back from his solo trek on the show, the phenomenal brother, Adam Joseph Russell. Thank you for that intro, Dave. And now we will start the Adam No Dave show. So let's get started. Are you, is that, was that sound you rolling away from the microphone? Was that an office chair rolling away from a microphone? Dave, are you there? I, I, you, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm far away from my microphone. So, so have you seen? have you seen the one and only Ivan? No, I haven't. Okay, you need to watch that because... In that, um, I won't tell you why, but in that movie, the gorilla has a stuffed animal called Not Tag. Oh, no, so see, I can't do that. No, 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 no. I've heard oh, that's yeah. a sad movie. You have to. No, it's it's actually really good in the end. It is super good in okay. the end. You have to watch it. It's one of Aiden's favorite books, and he has a stuffed animal called Not Tag. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of where we were going with that whole thing is that I'm going to have this little stuffed animal called No Dave, and he's <laughs> going to be sitting next to me as I record the show by myself. So That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, so Carrie... <laughs> Carrie Loney, uh, you know, he goes to all these wrestling things. Uh, he said, I watched a man take a Canadian destroyer through a burning table Monday morning at 1.45. I'm numb to everything. What's going on? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it sounds okay. life-changing, though. Okay. Well, here we go, Adam. Search Canadian destroyer. Out on our live at the end of the show, after okay. we do this, we will introduce Adam to a Canadian destroyer. It is one of the coolest wrestling moves, if done right. Hmm. It's one when of the coolest When you're done with the Canadian moves. Destroyer, do they apologize to each other? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, eh? <laughs> sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> no, but it, it is a very, very cool uh, move. Your mom right. says that uh, Ivan was filmed in... Yeah, like there is a, there's a shopping center um, just a couple of minutes from my parents' place. Where they um, they out the exterior of the mall that they were in, and a lot of the shots um, were filmed at that that shopping center, oh, just down cool. the road from them. Yeah, very 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 cool. Yeah. So uh, anyway, when are you going to start filming this this Adam No Dave show? <laughs> well, because I am making a podcast without you that I just haven't announced yet, so that could be it. I, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if I'm okay with this. You're not. I'm you the one that brought you the world. I, but. Uh, I'm the podcast guy. I'm the one that brought you into this genre. You know, Dave, I know they say dance with the one that brung you, but sometimes yeah. there's dances that just don't need a partner. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. I can't <laughs> I, see. So here's the difference between you and I. I can't do a solo podcast. I, I my the way I do podcasting, the way I do talking, the way I do radio stuff is I need somebody to to echo it and to talk back and banter with. Sure. You have you have a very good you know, you, you go with a, here's my, my point. I'm going to talk through this one point and, and you see, a, a, you see it to completion. I'm not very good at that. So very I, linear, I, in other words, is what you're yes. really saying. Yeah. You are very Aaron Burr. I am very <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. And Vance says Dave has 20 podcasts and I'm mad and I just want one solo. <laughs> hey, hold up. I have two, two. That's not 20. That's two. That's probably feels like 20 sometimes, doesn't it? Mm, my co-hosts on top of the world sometimes make it feel that way. <laughs> we love um, you, Terry. 
Oh well, he he knows that him and I have a a love hate relationship sometimes. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, although, hey, you will appreciate this, Adam. Yeah. Uh, we we recorded our show on Sunday, and, and we <laughs> BK. So Adam shoots you at the end of this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Adam No Dave. <laughs> yeah. No, the Adam uh, No Dave show is actually where I spend the whole time going No Dave, No Dave, 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 no, Dave, no, no. Um. <laughs> You will appreciate this. Uh, so apparently my name came up on WDW Today mm. last week when I was at uh, at Walt Disney World. Yeah. And it was a consensus that I am a quote-unquote company man. And I don't even work for the company. <laughs> <laughs> You're the biggest evangelist for Disney there is. Right? Yep. So part, part of what we'll talk about, let's, let's let the cat out of the bag. Halfway yeah. through my trip, I met Josh tomorrow. Cool, cool guy. Yeah. Number. Th- if you don't know who he is, he's number three at Disney. He is. If he's basically Nancy Pelosi of Disney. <laughs> Please, that, that's not a good. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 something happened to the Bobs, Josh would take over. In that way, that is correct. Yes, it is yeah. an accurate metaphor. Only in that in that way. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, Josh is a great guy. Josh is actually one of the. And, and I'm not calling anybody to task, but he's one of the few executives I've ever presented to where they don't, he didn't skip ahead six slides and tell me just cut to the chase. You know, like he gets that a lot of work goes into a lot of the things that get shown to him and he takes his time to understand it. He's a really good guy. Yeah, he is. And he is. Um, I watched him walk out of, so he was at Riviera. I think he was staying at Riviera. Um, he, uh, I watched him walk out of his, his room. I could tell that he had just come out of you know, where he was staying yeah, walked the entire lobby, talking to each cast member working that day. Yep, and then walked in to get his coffee. And, and I sat there. I was like, "Wait a second, that looks like Josh tomorrow, but he's in California. There's no way." Uh, and so I went up to the DVC booth. I said, "Wait a second, is that Josh?" I said, "Yes, it is." So <laughs> Amanda walks out from getting her coffee. I said, "Honey, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to fanboy." So I, I went up and talked to him. Um, he. <laughs> I went up and said, you know, Josh, you don't know me from Adam. Funny I say that. And he said Adam Russell? Yeah, right. Oh, Adam Russell? No. I said, Josh, you don't you don't know me from Adam. But I just want to say, as as a Disney fan, as somebody who comes to the parks a lot, what what you have done for the company and what you're doing now doesn't go unnoticed. I yeah. say, you know, I, I understand that you had to send off a very, very hard email, but what you did at Downtown Disney two weeks ago. And come to find out what he did at Walt Disney World last week, it's it's amazing because yeah. you know he he could have sat behind his desk and said, "Hey, I sent the email, whatever," but he actually went out into the world world and, and let these people that he it wasn't him, but the company had to let them go and and ruin their lives. I mean, technically, yeah. If you want, if you want to say that, he he could have temporarily, been, yes. Temporarily messed them up, but you know he went out and said, "Hey, have at me, talk to me." Yeah, that's the, that's the mark of a true leader. And, and yeah. you know what's re- what's really cool is he came in and said, "You know, are you DVC?" I said, "Yes, sir." You know, we're staying here. We, the, you know, this is our first time to be here. This resort is beautiful. And he said, "Hey, I, I want to thank you for for being here this hard time." He said, "You could have just stayed home, but booked your, you know, banked your points and and come back next year." Sure. He said, "You know." What you're doing is is it shows a lot of a lot of positivity for the company as well. Yeah. So faith, trust, and pixie dust. Yeah. You know what? The, the untold side of that story is Josh walked over to the front desk to the concierge manager and said, "Don't look when I tell you, but this guy over my shoulder is that that dude from Unrelated at Birth?" <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, don't don't look. I told you not to look. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he probably he probably said, "Wait, is that the top of the world guy?" Oh, see, there you go. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, because yeah. there, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Is he the one that brought that show into notoriety? Yeah, no, BK, or he just called security. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm possibly. Well, um, somebody on well, uh, John Rogers said, you know, selfie or doesn't happen. I th- and you yeah. know, I, I was I was talking with you about this. I said, you know, I didn't want to be that guy. And yeah. you said, "Yeah, you did, but <laughs> you just you just yeah. held it back." Yeah, right. Yeah, 
I, I did want to to say something and t- say, hey, can't take a picture. But then looking at all the selfies he takes, he yeah. stands fully six feet behind somebody when oh, you're sure. taking a selfie. And and in that small little coffee shop, there's there's almost no way to do that. Yeah. So <laughs> Eric Cherry, he's probably scared to death because Dave's a big dude. Josh he's is not a little small- guy either, man. No, in fact, I was looking yeah. eye to eye. Maybe he might be a couple inches taller than me. Yeah. So I might have him in the the offensive lineman look, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would say in that category he be he's a little bit thinner than you. Yes, yes, just yeah. just a little bit. Just but little you know what's funny? By the way, Titans just scored again. Yeah, Ozzy. Uh, so Ozzy Albee's just hit a home run, and Ma- Ma- I can never say his last name. Melanson. Mike Melanson. Melanson Mark caught Melanson. it again. Are you serious? Two nights in a row, Albee's hit a home run. Are you run. sure? Are you sure that just showing a replay? No, it, the, he caught it again. Two nights in a row. Wow. <laughs> what are the odds? So it's eight That's to three that. now, top of the night. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so what's funny is that was the day that we were actually driving to Universal. <laughs> I went and talked to, to Josh. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so let, start. Let's let's talk about the, the two things that are the biggest. I would say the biggest thing I've ever done at Disney. And and y'all, y'all have heard on this show, y'all have heard that that Adam and I are huge Star Wars fans. Um, I got a, a boarding group finally mm-hmm. for Rise. Yep. Um, and I also <laughs> had a uh, reservation for Savi's workshop. My boarding group was called right as soon as my Savi's time came up. <laughs> so I ran to Savi's and said, what do I do? They said, we're the important thing. We're the very important thing. Go talk to them. So yeah. I ran to the rise board. I said, look, I, I've been trying to do this for four four times. Don't give my spot away. They said, we yeah. got you. Just you can go to Savi's and then yeah. come on back. <laughs> so um, if, if you're on the live. This is That's my- an interesting sound to that one, too. Yeah. Kind of like a growl. I love it. It's it's purple. So yeah. each so I, I by the way I so I took Ellie into the uh, into the Savi's workshop with me. She was wearing her Ray outfit. She got to see Ray, and her and Ray took pictures. You know, Ray standing on top of that the want to go pod racing thing, yeah. um, and, and you know Ray was all oh it's it's you know and so she you want to take a picture? I said, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, so we took pictures, and so I brought Ellie in there and. You know, I was already going to let Ellie choose my color. Just let her do something. Yep. Uh, but they say, you know, let you know, close your eyes. Let the let the let your heart choose the color. And I thought, okay, this is kind of hokey, but it's kind of sweet. My heart is my daughter, so I let my daughter Aww. choose my color. <laughs> and of course, she chose purple. What we didn't know was at the same time we're let Amanda and Harper went to the Droid Depot to do a, a droid while we're doing mm-hmm. all that, they did a BB eight and they picked a purple BB eight. Nice. So, so it was, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. We, and that little BB eight droid's pretty cool too. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all, in the group, I will, I will post a picture of Ellie. We've got her wearing her Ray outfit, holding my, my lightsaber, you know, lit up. And then the, the droid is at her feet. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's kind of great. That's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, by the way, keep talking. I have to send a text to my friend of mine who's a Bills fan who said illegal forward pass. <laughs> you want me to keep talking He's, during your trip report? Yeah. Well, Is talk for a second. Talk I just want to tell this guy. Okay. I just want to tell this guy. You know, he should be used to forward passes, illegal forward passes in, in Nashville. You know, the Music City Miracle might have been oh a forward pass. Gracious. Wow. That, that's very good, Dave. So I, I haven't yet to do um, Savvy's mostly because studios have been blocked out for a good portion of the time that it's been open. Yeah. At least and, for cast members. But I, that, that is something I want to do eventually. I'd like to take Aiden to do that. So I, I will say it is absolutely worth every penny you spend on it. Yeah. Um, $200 is a lot of money. I understand. Yeah. But it's not just, I mean, you can spend $200 at, at docks, uh, dock on doors and easily. just do the, yeah, easily. And just do the, um, whatchamacallit, just the, the lightsaber yeah, the, and the uh, like plastic ones. Right. And yeah. it's $200 and you, you don't get the experience yeah. And here. You get the experience. You, you've also read the, uh, the book of uh, black spire. 
And yeah. so you know about them them scrounging for the kyber crystals and all these mm-hmm. these uh, metals. And, and so they, they go through this story and and I know this is one hundred and thousand you know, fifty percent fake. But when you get there and they, you know, all the lights go off and he holds up the green kyber crystal and talks about Master Yoda and, and per, you know, Violet, Mace Windu. And, and, but at the end, you know, you, you turn and you're, your you're light head like dead, dead. You're right. Dead. <laughs> but, but so they, they say that. And then at the end, they, you, you flick your lightsaber on, they turn the lights off and all of a sudden, you hear, mm, young Jedi, you are. It's just cool yeah. as heck, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is awesome. <laughs> Carrie, Lone, Carrie says, kayfabe, Dave, kayfabe, wrestling term. Yes, it, it, yeah. it's kayfabe. It is true kayfabe, but it's awesome. It is is awesome. And then. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, are no, you no, done no, talking no, about Savi's? No. I had a question about the lightsaber itself. Yeah, go for it. Is it so? What I love about the, the classic ones that they sell out of the case in Doc Ondar's is that they are metal. And they've got weight to them. Do these feel oh. that same way? I would. I mean, okay. You hear that? I mean, I do. It's yeah. heavy. I mean, I would say it's probably six pounds. Okay. I mean, Ellie could not hold it with one hand. She had to hold it with two hands. With two hands. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So it's Good it's pretty. It's awesome. It's a thirty-six inch blade. I mean. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, there, it, it's it's awesome. That's cool. Uh, I'm going to so you can buy. They've got the um, command strips that are broom holders. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to use that to you know put them up and up against each TV. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, on the TV and kind of have them on the side. Uh, nice. BK says should have had you pick me up a Darth Raven lightsaber. I don't think. They have his lightsaber yet. Um, I know they've got Ahsoka's. They've got a Jedi Temple, Jedi Guard, a Knights of the Old Republic one. Yeah, I haven't seen Darth Raven, but that doesn't mean they've they don't have get, it. They've got Darth Maul. They've got Darth Vader. They've got Rays. They've got Luke's and Obi Wan's. Um, oh, they've also got. Um, oh, it um, looks like they have one of the Black series though. Yeah, they've they've also got uh 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 oh crap. They've crap. Episode two, no episode two. Darth. Sidious. Why did I forget his name? Yeah, Sidious. Yeah, they've also got Sidious's lightsaber. Oh, cool. Rivan. I'm sorry, BK. Or is it Revan? Is it Revan? Revan. Revan. Darth Revan. Darth Revan. Anyway, I'm here. Found ours. They got that Darth Revan lightsaber. <laughs> so after I did Savi's. Um, I went up and did Rise of the Resistance, and oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I there are not many times I'm speechless. For those that know me, true, <laughs> there are very few times I am speechless. I had no words getting off that ride. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't stop once you start. No, it doesn't. It doesn't stop. And- Were they doing the transport at the beginning? Yeah, the, the pre. Yeah. The, so they did, they did the pre-show with Ray, and mm-hmm. yeah, they weren't doing that when we went because they hadn't gotten full, excuse me, fully back, you know, open yet. Um, right. I got to take the kids back through so they can see that part. But to walk in that transport ship and exit the same thing you've been standing in, but exit into a completely different, different. places, right? Just incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's it's awesome. And, and then you know, you walk out of this this cave, and there you've got. Pose black X-wing, and you've got you know the the transport ship right there in front of you, and and General Akbar's son is sitting there driving it, and it's, you know it's it's yeah. just amazing, yeah. And then you get into the the Star Destroyer, and there's hundreds of st- of stormtroopers sitting there. Yeah, they they don't let you stand there and just take pictures this time anymore because they, they want you to to move on. Yeah. Um, but I stopped. I stopped and took a couple of pictures. I mean, you have to. I mean, kind of sneak one, you know. Right. Yeah, pull I, up, pull I, a Marcelo really, Zuna in. Right. Take a selfie. I really, really wanted to to get in the face of of one of the the Imperial cast oh, members yeah. just to, yeah. just to see if they would you know. 
turn Disney off and turn you know Star they Wars will. on. They will. I know. I, I know. Yeah. But at this point, Ellie was kind of on you know pins and needles, not knowing what was going on. So I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she didn't like it because she doesn't like dark rides, and so okay. all the way through, she was she was getting messed up. Okay. Uh, but I'm sitting there just. Dude, the room where the two ATATs are. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Like, did you did you go up or did you stay down? Uh, we went up. Yeah, that's that's one of the better ones, just because you end up yeah. like at eye level with I, it. The other one kind of stays right. around there, you know, at the at the lower level. Well, that, we did we did better. a couple of we did a couple of moves around it, and then yep. we backed into a room, and then, and then you. Did yeah. you come up face to face with it though? With the yes, straight on yes. with it. Yeah, yeah, that's the cool yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I like that yeah. One. yeah. So yeah, did you I, I like to um, let me say this real quick before you get too far into the ride. The, the pre-show for that one, I guess the whole thing is kind of a attraction. There really is no pre-show. But when you're in the interrogation room, did you notice when Kylo Ren and um, I can Hux. what's his name? Hux are walking their projections, obviously. Right. But they projected the shadow. I know uh, when he passes between you and the light, even though there's nothing there, they project a shadow to make it look like he's physically standing there. Like those little Dude, things just like, yeah, take it to a whole other place, you know? And the other thing too, I, I know that, you know, when the, the, the bullet, the laser gets shot, I know that's oh, sure. a projection. Yeah. But the fact that you hear a bullet go past you and you look and there's a nice wall mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's a, a fire bolt. Yeah. And it's damaged. Oh, like there's damage yeah. happening around you as you're going yeah. through the ride. Yeah. I will say this. So watching the videos of everybody, you know, that part where I was, I was telling you how the crap do they do the lightsaber, uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber going down and cutting open the, mm-hmm. the transport mm-hmm. when you're up close, you, you can see how they do. Oh, it. and you can, you can tell the effect. Yeah. It's still pretty cool. Right. But yeah. you know, on the video, you're like, Holy crap. How does this yeah. work? Yeah, but when you're up close, like okay, okay, I get well, it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you're not sitting there staring at it either, where you can just like ponder. It's all happening right. so quickly that, you know, if you're looking for it, obviously you can pick it out. You know how and right. what, but for, for just, you know, the the sheer momentum of the ride never just slows down once you start. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess I was at a quote unquote disadvantage because I was looking for the ins and outs. How yeah, do you are do this? always. I mean, yeah, I knew the story, but I was also looking at how do they do this? What the crap's yeah. going on? So, rise is awesome. If, yeah. if you if you get a chance, definitely do it. I, I did something that you probably don't like. You know when. Uh, Adam, congrats on your fantasy win at two in uh, a row, man. Not so can, much can to I, you, Dave. Now, can I tell a quick fantasy football story? It's it's kind of funny. Is I'm a Cowboys fan in the NFL when I pay attention to it, and I sat there and looked, and I'm like, man, the team I'm up against has has a uh, Dak Prescott. I really need him to have a bad night. Oh, I should not have said that. <laughs> he oh, he had the worst night ever. <laughs> Oh, dude, my bad. Not cool. So, so Carrie, you say congrats. You know, not so much to me. I understand that, but in my other leagues that I've actually paid to be in, I'm up, and I'm okay with that. So, uh, you know, this is a we're going to be tied now because we're both going to be two and three. Yeah, I've I've not had a good good couple of days, a couple of weeks in that league. Uh, But anyway, so I did something that you probably don't like people doing. Of course, when we went, it was pouring down rain on Sunday when we were in the parks in Hollywood Studios. We couldn't get the 10 o'clock boarding pass. So I looked at Amanda and said, let's go home. Let's go back to the resort. <laughs> you know, we had already ridden a couple of little rides before 10 o'clock. We, we were able to do Mickey and Minnie's. I was going to um, ask you, did and, you get the girls on that one? Yeah, well, we've done that before. We did that in okay. our August trip. Okay. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, before I get into the other stuff, I want to give a big cast member shout out. There's a, a guy named Matthew works in the that pop up uh, Mickey and Minnie's as you walk off of that ride. He's sitting there stocking up all the uh, the little wishables, uh, you know. And he's he's filling the bags. You can tell he's 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 done this before. Oh, yeah. He looked at you know we. I, I was going to buy Ellie something, Ellie and Harper something that that morning. He looked at Ellie and said, "Which one do you want?" Hmm. And Ellie said, you know, I really like that birdie at the end of the ride. He's, he started, he felt about 10, 15 bags and said, here you go. Wow. And, and you know, he, he looked at Harper and said, which one do you want? She said, Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> felt a couple more and said, here you go. You know, he, he 
he didn't have to do that. No. Nope. And, and you know, he he took time out of his day stocking to to make sure Elliot Harper got exact and fifteen dollars for both of those. Yeah. And th- that was the best fifteen dollars that I spent for them on this. Oh, trip. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exactly um, what they wanted. And that that's the hard thing about those blind toys too, man, is you never know. Sometimes right. you get lucky. So it saved you a lot yeah, of trouble. We did. We did. He got, we, he was sitting there and, you know, he's on the floor stocking. He looks yep. under the desk and said, Oh, there's a pin. You want it? <laughs> you know, picked up and found somebody had dropped a pin and gave it to Ellie. And she, nice. she, you know, she collects them. So on this trip, she got that fun little free pin and the $200 pin that I got with, uh, <laughs> with the Savvy's workshop. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you spent $200. Never mind. I got it. Oh, I didn't spend $200 on a pin, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we did that. Didn't get the 10 o'clock booking. So we just hopped back on the Skyliner, went back in our, you know, sure. got dry. I watched a little bit of football and, uh, you know, one o'clock has, all right, let's hop back on. We got in the park. We, we hung around the, uh, the Galaxy's Edge guest services tent. Uh, because Amanda's Disney experience app was messing up. And, and so we said, all right, you know, what, what do we need to do? Guy spent 45 minutes with us and said, mm. all right, I will give you a countdown. And if you don't get it this time, we'll see what we can do. Wow. You know, he, he was going to do everything he could to get us on that trip. That's that great. Ride. Yeah, th- it was, it was awesome. I, I, I wish I remember it. I think his name was Peter or Paul. One of the two. Uh, it was, it was one of the apostles. Yeah, it was one of the apostles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, that was my my big experience at Hollywood Studios. On Monday, I actually got to hang out with Josh from uh, the WDW couple. Yeah, and uh, he there will be a a three to four minute video that he did of of my girls and us at Magic Kingdom that we'll share on the Unrelated Birth Group. When uh, when they come out, when it, he gets it to me, I paid for it. Don't don't. don't. <laughs> this this was this was Amanda's birthday present. Uh, her birthday was Saturday of the trip, uh, so I I asked Josh to do uh, some some family photos uh, yeah. of us and, and the park, and uh, he said, "Tell you what, do the photos thing, and I'll, I'll get you a uh, um, I'll, I'll do the video for you as well." Um, Really cool. He <laughs> so we uh we did the teacups and he said, All right, what, what are some of the big rides that y'all do? I said, the teacups are something that we do every time with me and Har- me, Harper, and Ellie. Amanda sits out. We fit me, Josh, Harper, and Ellie in a teacup. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, that was a heck of a picture the, with him in the yeah. camera, like, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. It, yeah, it's hilarious. It was fun. Amanda posted that picture. She said, uh, their cup runneth over. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, I, I will say fun trip, fun trip for all. Uh, but the the other thing that, that made this trip special was the Universal Studios trip. Yeah. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on the these Halloween Horror Nights houses? Well, it means a lot to me this year that they even tried anything. And right. I have to say, you know, with the exception of the, you know, all of the scare parts where there's a person have plexiglass, which um, kind of gives it away a little bit. It, it, it not enough, though, to where it, it takes you out of it. But I think that it was a, it ended up being very important to me that they tried this year because Aiden actually did them and enjoyed them. Oh, He and, loved them. I mean, it just it blew me away. You know, we watched the video of the Tooth Fairy one online, and that's probably the more gruesome of the two. Um, and he watched it and said, no, I'm, I'm totally going to do that. And we went and did we did Bride of Frankenstein first and then did Tooth Fairy. But he was a trooper and did both of them. And I don't I honestly don't think a full fledged Halloween Horror Nights would would phase him that much. I did notice though is, and I'll go into the, We can go to the individual houses in a second, yeah. but the one thing I did take away that is there's something about the event, the queuing yep. up for the early rope drop, the eating at Finnegan's, the scare zones and the music. And there's something about the whole event that makes the whole thing seem creepier than it really is. Cause yep. if you just do two houses during the day, they're totally worth doing everybody. If you have an opportunity should do them, but it, it wasn't as scary. I, it's it's hard to explain. It's like the it's like well, the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. When you look at Halloween Horror Nights collectively, you know, I'll I'll say it it was weird. So 
walking into these pitch black sound stages. Yeah. When you are walking out of Florida heat at, and at noon and you're like, what the crap? You know, it takes you, I'm glad they did the, the houses the way they did. Yeah. You know, no, some of the, uh, some of the houses at, at normal horror nights, you're walking right into a scare. Yeah. This one, you know, they have at least two houses every year that you have a long hallway and then you turn a corner. I'm mm -hmm. glad they did it this way because I had the right time to acclimate my my eyes to get you yeah. ready for these scares. Exactly. Uh, if, yeah. It, yeah. If they had done it in any other way, it, it might have messed up. Yeah. So. Yeah. But well, and it was good too. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just go ahead. I was just going to jump jump into things. But. Yeah. So so the Tooth Fairy House. Um, what I think the the distancing thing because they are distancing parties out and throughout they have the attendants that were already in the house. You know, spreading right. people out. You might want to turn which, the Braves game on. Um, yeah, <laughs> which, by by the way, can can we talk about the scariest thing to me in the houses are the attendants. Yeah, they're just standing there. They're just standing there yeah. in black shirts. And not, yeah, I'm on high alert for scares, but then yeah. you turn a corner and there's this attendant. You're like, oh, oh it's just yeah, you. And there's no plexiglass to warn you either. Yeah, they, they were actually when when parties would get too close, they would hold out this like glowing stick. It like glows in the black light to separate the parties. So they did a pretty good job of that. And what I think yeah, that I, I thought the coolest thing about it was not just the safety aspect of that, but in the Tooth Fairy house, as you walk in, it's introducing this storybook kind of intro to the story of the Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. And they were actually, when you walk in, you hear the entire thing go and they make you wait um, right. until the the story is over. And then you can go into the house. If you were going on normal Halloween Horror Nights and it's kind of everybody's just shuffling together in one long line, you could totally miss the the buildup. You know, yeah. but the, because of the distancing, everybody gets to hear the full story every time. And I think that was a really neat aspect to it, because sometimes you miss the whole point of what you're walking yeah. through if you don't really well, pay attention, you know. And you get you get all the scares this way. You know, there yes. were a lot of times in the last couple of years where you and I are walking through it that I see a scare, a person ahead of us, and we just totally miss it. And then the person behind us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, with exactly. this one. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of them are, are foot switch operated and some of them are timed. And I think yeah. with this one, they're able to, to make sure they hit everybody just right. You know? So yeah, it, uh, it yeah. worked out really well for that one. I thought the tooth fairy was a good one. Um, I, it would have made a great, I mean, it fits right in with the originals. I mean, yeah. it, it, I would put it up there with a, with a Nightingale's blood pit. You know, or um, or yeah, um, I can say that. Uh, graveyard games. I would put it up there with some of my favorite ones of those. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's a, a novel concept. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing about it was it was the same kind of child same demon character, like over and over and over. And maybe right. that's because they cut the budget, you know. But um, I don't know if they cut the budget because it looked like, I mean, this was a, a straight up house that they'd already done. Right? Yeah, I think I think these houses were already done. And they just had to put up this plexiglass to, to make sure the scare happened. But it was so, good. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really cool concept. It's one of those original things that, you know, you would have loved to have been in the room when someone had that idea of, oh, my gosh, what about Revenge of the Tooth Fairy? And, and I know right. they probably have a long list of like 80 ideas that they've never had time for that you know, they're just working their way down and picking the best ones out of all of that. But I thought that one was really good. Yep. Uh, now, Bride of Frankenstein. I thought it was amazing and, yeah. and getting in well, it, it fit with the universal monsters theme that mm -hmm. they had last year. Um, I will say, I wish that they had stopped people like from clumping up like they did in the tooth fairy house at the bride yeah. of Frankenstein house, because I feel like we missed a little bit of the story. I think we did. Um, too, yeah. Because we were walking through and we're shuffling through and all of a sudden at the end, you're like swamp thing. What's he doing here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, halfway through it, I, I, you know, when we get out, I said, Adam, what, what was the storyline? And you said, well, I think she's trying, you know, trying to kill somebody. I said, well, okay. I think she's trying to bring Frankenstein back to life. And, and so I, I don't feel like we had yeah. the storyline. We got the scares, we got all that, but we, we missed the storyline. Yeah. For the house. Yeah. The, the most I could piece together from it and thinking about it afterwards too, was that um, there, there was something about, you know, maybe she was making an army of monsters or, you know, bringing the undead. Out. I, I honestly couldn't piece it together. It was one of those things though, because of the plexiglass, there's this part where you walk down a hallway and there's these four open caskets propped up against the wall. And right. there's 
there's three, a skeleton and a mummified body and then just a dead body. And then the other one looks empty. And then the person comes out through the curtain, but the plexiglass yeah. was on all of them. So you kind of knew, right. okay, something's going to happen with these because, but they didn't want you to know which one, you know, but I can't right. imagine how, how good that scare would have been. In a oh, normal it would have been awesome. Yeah. But it's completely empty. And then they could actually come out, out at you a little bit. That would have been yep. a really cool, really cool the moment old, in that one. So. And, and I, I will say, so each of the houses, usually two or three of them have that one right at the end, gotcha scare. Yeah. I was waiting for it at Frankenstein, but it happened at Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Sorry. And, and, and she was at Frankenstein. She screams at the end. But right, I think that was a timing got, thing once we got to, got to the end yeah. of it. So. BKS, did you see spit on the plexiglass? I, I didn't see any. Well, I didn't really no. pay attention. Why, it's kind why, of dark you, in there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so why, why are you asking that? Uh, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think that I, I like the way they do that. In fact, I almost wish now that they did this every year. That yeah. they, you know, they do at a couple of houses during normal park operating hours. It could have worked well last year if you did Stranger Things and Ghostbusters. Yeah. During the whole thing. Oh, BK said from people screaming at you. Uh, I, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. Just keep going. Ignore the Bears okay. game. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Sorry, people. <laughs> Come on, Melanson. Don't screw this up. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, it was cool, but I, I do wonder. So you're talking about Aiden. I do wonder how he would do with um with scare zones. Yeah, because I yeah, the the being out in the open thing though, and I, I think he totally gets it. Like he, we were standing in line when I did. We did um, Tooth Fairy with me, Blair, and Aiden. We were standing there, and right. and I told him, I said, I said, you know, right? You know, you already done Bride of Frankenstein. We're going to do this one now. I said, you know, going into this, that these people get in their car. And they drove to work today, ate breakfast, put on these weird costumes. And then when the, at the end of the day, they take them off, go home, put on their PJs and watch TV. I said, you get that, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, they just work here. So he, he understands that whole thing enough to where, um, to where I think he'd be fine in a scare zone because he can choose his own path and it's not as loud. The, th the only right. thing about the houses that bothered him was the volume of the noise. And I told him, that's what I told him. I said, it's not really even the jump. It's the noise that accompany, accompanies it that really gives you the the jump scare yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think he'd be fine. Um, but there's only one way to find out. And that's for us I to know. end the pandemic and find out <laughs> next year. <laughs> Please, for the love of Pete. <laughs> I will bring my lightsaber and end you. Hold Graves up. Hold win. up. Don't, don't, uh, dude, I'm behind you. Uh, oh, I'm I, sorry. I, We're both watching Hulu. Win. How are we different? No, I'm not on Hulu. I'm on uh, AT&T TV. They're up two nothing on the Dodgers, my friend. The best team in baseball. Come on! Ooh. How is this happening? All that right. means that the Braves have won seven in a row now. Yeah, we're, we're going to lose tomorrow night. Mark it down. We're going to have to lose one. I mean, eventually it's going to happen. Eventually it's going to. The crazy thing that could happen is Adam's World Series could actually happen this year. Yeah, the Braves, the Braves and the Rays. Yeah. And, and here's and the, the thing. Neither of the, none of the games will be played in either stadium that I would love to go to. <laughs> They're all in Texas. Uh, I, I cannot believe. But I for mean, Pete's sake, man, it's finally my teams and I can't go see them at the Trop. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I've been to the Trop, but – the Trop is the one of the worst ballparks. It's it's actually a great place to go see a ball game. No, it is yeah. one of the worst ballparks in Major League Baseball. It's inside. How fantastic is that? It's in Florida and it's inside. You don't have to worry about the heat or the rain. Mm. You just get to watch baseball. Baseball is meant to be played outside. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so the other thing we got to talk about Universal is the best ride. The best roller coaster in all of Florida. The best ride is Rise all of Florida. But could could we expand that beyond Florida though? Would you say that there's anything? Let's just say Six Flags over Georgia. Do they have a better roller coaster than that? No, no. <laughs> um, so now we're the talking the Southeast. The only park that I could say could theoretically have a better roller coaster 
I'm trying to think. Alabama Adventure. Ha! <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Run spine. <laughs> Kings Island, maybe. Oh yeah. I mean, I think what's what's but, great about what's great about Hagrid's when you look at like a Kings Island or a um, what's the other one? Cedar Point. Cedar if you look Point, at like yeah. the beast, like the, they have these huge, massive, minutes-long roller coasters that are on a whole like like you can't even really compare anything that a Orlando theme park is going to throw against anything they're doing. But Hagrid's is definitely an attraction unto itself. I would honestly say that Hagrid's is one that never quits because it's true. It you know yes, you've got the the quick scene in. Um, that I'm not going to spoil that you didn't spoil for me. Uh, you got that one quick scene and, uh, I, you know, hello, taco maniac. Uh, sh- somebody has a question. What, okay. what is your question? Taco maniac. That is our uh, question. Yes. Uh, BK, I sat on the motorbike on the, the bicycle itself. Uh, Ellie was in the sidecar. Uh, but I would say. <laughs> now, keep hmm. Dave, keep going. Keep going. I would I would say that um the that Hagrid's is quite possibly the best attraction roller coaster in the country right now. Yeah. I, I think so, so too. Well, and it's the speed. It's the speed aspect, and it doesn't have to have a long, drawn out um hill. Yeah. It doesn't have to have any of that kind of stuff to um Hang yeah, on one second. It, Technical yeah. difficulty. Go ahead. Yeah. Wax yeah, lyrical on your experience at Hagrid. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to have that long drawn out, you know, we go up. In fact, what it does is it shoots you off immediately. And then when you think you're going to get to a, a slowdown, it actually speeds up. Yeah. And, and so it, it blows my mind that, that something like that can go as fast as it, it always goes. Yeah. And be safe <laughs> because you're really not tied down that as a typical roller coaster. Sure. Yeah. Is this going to be the same, the same, um, uh, um, situation that Tron is going to have a Tron and Velocicoaster. I think they're all kind of that same thing where it's, um, mostly driven by those ELM motors, you know, that they create the speed. Yeah. And so I I think they're all going to be kind of that same concept. Yeah. I think the difference, the only difference with Tron is going to be that you're actually sitting in the light cycle position, you know, leaning forward with your arms out, the restraint holds you that way. And it, you're actually in the position of, you know, how they would ride a light cycle in the movie. So. Yeah. That, that seems awesome to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you what though. I, I think, until we get Tron, I can easily say that is the the best roller coaster we've got in Central Florida right now. Yeah. So I, I think I, I, let's let's call yeah. it what it is. Well, um, and it's it's the same it's the same thing that makes Rise so good is that Rise is several different types of ride systems and almost vehicles in one. Yeah. You know, it combines, it's not just a star tours and it's not just a, this or a that it's the same thing with Hagrid's in the part that I didn't spoil for you is it's not just a rock and roller coaster without a loop. It's other things too, that you'd never expect it to be, you know? Yeah, totally. So, totally. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, so there that's, that's my, my, my trip in a, in a nutshell. Um, we've got a couple other things we got to do before we get off air, man. Okay. So I think we have a call from BK. We do. That, that we have to play. And then we also have your dad's question of the week. All right, let's queue so, up BK. You ready? All right. Yep. Go for it. Hey guys, it's BK here. The supposed golden voice of the Southeast has forced me to do this. On previous shows, I did not say Bill Murray is not good. You never say Bill Murray is not good. If you do, there are consequences. What I meant to say about Bill Murray and Adam's beef with the new Ghostbusters movie is he's a little too old to be hanging off the side of the Ecto-1 and pretending to shoot laser beams out of it. I mean, that's my point. 
Adam is correct. You do not say anything bad about Bill Murray. So the supposed golden voice in the Southeast, as usual, got it wrong. Bill Murray is awesome. Dave Adams, you've been put on blast. And warning, all right, when we get one, you talk two more times about Bill Murray. It's not being good. And then there are consequences, and you don't want to know those consequences. (laughs) You've been warned. Okay, so it wasn't me that said Bill Murray's not good. I think Bill Murray's a great actor. He's lost a step. He's 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 not. You'd know. You'd miss the whole point of the call. I you know. cannot talk badly about Bill Murray. That's twice. He said you have two more. That you now you only have one. Did I? Did I? I mean, Brian BK, okay. you want to speak up here and you don't talk okay. bad about Bill Murray. Fine. Whatever. My whole point about Ghostbusters was I just don't want it to be like Stranger Things, but full on Ghostbusters. Like, oh, here come the kids to save the day. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like every eighties movie, like Goonies and and uh, Gremlins. That's going to be that. I mean, it's totally war games. Yeah, all the bumbling adults. Yeah, here come the kids. You know, but we'll see. Yep, it, it's totally going to be that way. Just get used, get used to it, get ready for it. I know. So, all right, what is Virgil's question of the week? All right, here we go with that. Uh, got a question out there for all you Disney enthusiasts. Um, I have a good one for you. I want to see just how good you really are. How many of the singing busts at the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Haunted Mansions can you name? There, there are five of them, and they're named the same thing in both haunted houses. So how many can you name? Adam? I couldn't name any of them. I, I could name like some of the real people, like Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah. But the actual names of the bus, I, I did not know any of them off the top of my head. Rolo Rumpkin, Uncle Theodore, Cousin Algernon, Neb Nub, and Phineas Pock. And there you go. I I knew Ned Nub, Uncle Theodore, and Rolo Rumpkin. I had to look up the cousin and Phineas. Yeah. It is so. funny though, because in the in the ghost gallery, there's Sherman Thurl, Richard Ravens, and Robert Croft. So Thurl Ravens Croft and Richard yeah. Sherman, like their names are all jumbled up. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I have to say, that is that is one of the coolest things. I love Disney World. Don't get me wrong. That is one of the coolest things about going to Disneyland is when they did those things, they didn't know if anybody was going to like it or not. That's like, crazy. That's the first place they did that stuff. And they just prayed people liked it. You know? Uh, and it, w- it was supposed to be an opening day thing, wasn't it? And then it, yeah. it took like 10 years or five or six it years. It took a little bit of time, yeah. But I mean yeah. that it's just knowing that that's those guys who sang that rode that version of it. They were there at that park doing stuff. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy. It's well, just crazy. That's a so good question, though. It is. That's a great one. If if you haven't watched the um, the Imagineering on Disney Plus, oh my gosh, you have to that uh, show. But, but what's amazing about it to me was the the um, Madame Leota, her ma or her daughter is an Imagineer mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. And every, and she's over the new Orleans area. Yeah. So every time she goes in, she hears her mom's voice. That and, crazy? And I, there was something <laughs> that they, they updated it or something. And it was her. And, and it's her doing the voice. It's when I, they did the redo, the complete redo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Yeah. How all that it just comes full full circle. Yep. So, all right, guys. Well, this is going to be a shorter show. We just wanted to do a quick, you know, fun show. I think this is probably going to be a forty-five to fifty-minute show. But uh, fifty, yeah, yeah. But if you want to call into the show, like BK did, like Virgil does every week, Adam, what's that number? It's six five zero UAB show. If you've got uh, anything, I mean, I enjoyed that that voicemail from BK. So I mean, anything like that you want to call in on and uh, talk about uh, any hot takes you've got, any topics you want, recommendations for the show, give us a shout six five zero UAB show. You'll hear a brief message. Then after the beep, beep. 
Thank you. Uh, leave your message, and then we'll, like you can see, as soon as we get one, we play it on the show. So yep. give us a shout. And yep. Dave, uh, you can also hit us up on socials. So why don't you tell us about that? So the socials, I am at dadams419 on Twitter and Instagram. He is at Runtide Run on Instagram and sometimes Twitter. Uh, the show on Instagram is Unrelated at Birth. On Twitter, we're at Not Related Bros. Uh, Fo- follow us on all of it. We we respond, we talk, we have fun. We also have our Facebook group, the Unrelated at Birth Listener Group. We have a lot of fun in there. We we goof off. I, you know, I post too much in there while I'm supposed to be working, <laughs> but you know how it is. Um, follow us in the next coming weeks because we have been challenged by our across the pond listener. He is going to send us some UK treats and uh, we get to try to uh, to try UK food. And then our, our Canadian friend is going to send us some Canadian treats. Oh yeah. yeah. I, it's exciting. Can, can he send us some, uh, some, some cheese dip from. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, guys also we do have our patreon patreon.com backslash unrelated at birth we'd love to do it uh it's five dollars uh five dollars a month every bit that you you give us goes right back into this show it's not going into our pockets i promise you uh everything we can do to make this show better we're going to do it uh the more people we can bring into the fold as siblings the better we can make this show um I will also put this out there. If you haven't, if you listen to us on iTunes and you have not given us a rating or have not, you know, written down or written a, a review, please do that. As, as long as it's a five star, if it's below five star email, one of us, David unrelated birth, Adam at unrelated birth. And let's, let's talk about it. What we could do to make this show better. But what are you laughing at? <laughs> I just saw, I just saw, um, BK's post on on our page about um as we celebrate Prime Day, let us not oh. forget the real reason for the season. And it's when Optimus Prime died. <laughs> sorry, that one tripped me up mid mid podcast. I'm sorry, but that was good, BK. Yeah, that oh. was great. Uh, but like, but seriously, if, if you haven't already written you know written us a review on on iTunes, iTunes, please do so. Um, and, and share the show with friends. Uh, the more people we can get in to like this show, the better it is. And, you know, we'll go from there. Guys, we say it every week. We love you guys. We we truly mean it. It sounds so passe, so so cliche. But each and every one of you spend hours out of your, your week listening to Adam and I ramble. And, you know, it's fun. Thank you, guys. Adam, take them home. Thanks, guys, again for another great week and uh, be kind to one another. Now more than ever, we're heading into a very interesting next few weeks in this country and in this world. So be kind to one another. Remember, we love you, but not as much as Jesus does. And we will catch you next week while Dave plays with his lightsaber. Bye. Go Braves. Go Braves. Go Braves.